0: it for-
1: babies that was uh that was arguably the story of of Tuesday was when uh pitch four came out with the uh, Greta Van Fleet's album review I sent it to you first thing in the morning mm. and you responded about three hours later and you've been like you were like sorry I've just been
0: uh, pulling my pork to this <laughs> to this review for the last two hours <laughs> haven't had time to actually <laughs> respond I had that from uh, I had screen grabs from Jeff I had the link from you I had the link from a couple other people and that was when perfect I- because I
1: saw it uh from Jim Murray, who quote-tweeted it and was like, this is the best music review I've ever seen. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that Tuesday was just a lot of people showing that to each other, because yeah. a lot of people were... It was like that thing you do when the song's on the radio, and everyone's all very excited to, hey, some, someone's dragging Greta Van Fleet. Someone's dragging Greta Van Fleet. Oh, like, we're all meeting like up going door-to-door. Door. Yeah, <laughs> jumping up and down, just having a damn party. Uh, only I was actually don't know how to phrase this in a non-problematic way uh i was rattled by something i saw on barstool today because barstool was the only place that came out and was like hey that was really mean to to greta van fleet what the heck? you guys are suppo- th- th- you're supposed to be mean to to everybody and greta van fleet is the is yeah, the that's a weird,
1: weird place to draw the line and be like no do yeah. not touch greta van fleet yes
0: do not yes we cannot we cannot offend greta van fleet uh in it, case it
1: sucks I mean it, the only the only reason that it sucks so much is because pitchfork is a hundred percent like the they 're wrong all the time snobby, and petty yeah, yeah. so it's it 's really difficult to to argue against any of the people that are coming out against pitchfork being like, well, they fucking hate everything that 's popular it's, right
0: that 's pretty true they gave uh, so the the score for uh, anthem of the peaceful Army ugh, by Greta van Fleet got a one point six out of ten which is the exact same score that uh Pitchfork gave Camp by Childish yeah, Gambino. Hey, yeah, yeah. So, uh again, it's not like Pitchfork is this pillar of uh like great uh great critique, but it's <laughs> this was the best scathing review it, it w- and like I've completely ever read. I agree
1: with everything that oh, it it said.
0: It is completely right. They again, they're wrong about a lot of stuff. Uh but so it's uh the debut from the young Michigan rock band is oh, Stiff, you Hackneyed, you Overly you Precious, and uh, Retro Fetishism. Okay, so you're starting off with... That's the subhead. That's the subhead, okay? Uh, I was going to say, you got to start off with a lead, because it's the gl- lead of the year. The greatest lead ever. I'm a big, big lead guy. I care so much about leads, because... I've never been convinced that anyone reads past the lead with anything. So I usually am a big uh, make-the-lead-pop-and-then-mailed-in-from-there kind of guy. That's Journalism 101. Uh it's the inverted pyramid. Yes. <laughs> Greta Van Fleet sound like they did weed exactly once, (laughs) called the cops, and tried to record a Led Zeppelin album before they arrested themselves. That is unbelievable. (laughs) Wow! And I mean, wow, that is sensational. From Jeremy D. Larson, senior editor. Oh, my God. Oh, that that just rocks. That rocks better than Greta Van Fleet could ever (laughs) rock. So, let's do it Greta Van Fleet sound like they did weed exactly once, called the cops, and tried to record a Led Zeppelin album before they arrested themselves. The lead's so nice, we had to read it twice. (laughs) That is so good. That is so. The poor kids from Frankenmuth, Frankincense, Michigan, don't even realize they're more of an algorithmic fever dream than an actual rock band. While they're selling out shows all over the world, somewhere in a boardroom, a half dozen people are figuring out just how exactly Jimmy Page and Robert Plant are supposed to fit into the SUV with the rest of the Greta Van Fleet boys on carpool karaoke.
1: Oh my goodness! I could I could a hundred percent see uh, Greta Van Fleet being one of those movies like uh, what's called Uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. Like where they're just basically trying to to recreate something that was already popular. They have the formula. They have the algorithm. Yes. And they're like, how do we just get these boys, these young boys, how do we get them
0: into a recreation of Led Zeppelin? That's why people get so mad. They're like, oh yeah, it's real nice. You guys, are, you trash some kids who actually know how to play their instruments, blah blah, blah while people like Taylor Swift and Maroon 5 and blah blah. I, I'll use Maroon 5 as an example because I had a very amicable uh, conversation today about uh, the about this with my friend uh, josh cooper from the athletic a uh, fun trick is if you can't remember where someone writes it's the athletic i know that josh writes for the athletic but everybody writes for the athletic yeah uh, and he brought up maroon 5 as an example and i was like oh maroon 5 is for sure more talented than greta van fleet and ju- like just because you see the people playing instruments and you recognize like "Ooh, that's a gibson les paul that guy must be great at guitar everybody all these people, whenever we say this, this band can't play their instruments, they stink. Everyone can play their instruments, okay? Like, they, like, they, like Blink-182 could play their instruments. Relax, you know? Um, so if your selling point on Greta Van Fleet is it would appear that they can play their instruments... I'm very sad for you that that's what your bar is. And
1: that's why that's why I love the paragraph in here that says, like, uh, they care so deeply and are precious with their half-baked boomer fetishism. Uh, yes, and the, the, each, fetishism. E- each song here could be written or played by any of the thousand classic rock cover bands that have standing gigs at sports bars and biker joints across America. Uh, in parentheses, the same venues where Greta Van Fleet cut their teeth when they were kids. They're still kids. Uh, <laughs> so why should Greta Van Fleet be the one signed to Republic and William Morris because they don't have bald spots yet? Yes. Uh, tons of people in those cover bands play their instruments better than Greta Van Fleet, who are currently proficient at best. No one in this band offers anything in the way of personality that doesn't sound like your average YouTube tutorial for a Jimmy Page-type pentatonic solo or a John Bonhams-type shuffle. So that is so good.
0: I said I believe my exact text to you is it's uh, probably a little inappropriate, but I, I said I was uh, doing something to my something while reading it. <laughs> The part where it said uh, – where it just brought up the pentatonic scale, that's all – that is th- – this is these are kids who took uh, some guitar lessons. And then, honestly, this is what I did. When I, I, uh, when I was taking guitar lessons, once I learned the pentatonic scale, which is a scale that works uh, over a lot of things, and it's a very easy scale to play. You can just run up and down the neck doing it. You can fake your way into sounding like you're good at guitar with that. And that was – once I learned that, I was like – okay, I don't really need to learn anything more because uh, I can fool some idiot who's like, hey, can you play guitar? And I'm like, well, let me... You you tell me. Like That's what these people are. And I feel very bad for guitar teachers who probably had those kids run out after three lessons and the people mentioned there the uh, the cover bands who a lot of people a lot of people who love Greta Van Fleet will see these cover bands and they're like oh dude give up the dream buddy it's like those people are better than your yeah. little
1: precious boys and I do love that the pitchfork review basically said that they're like the kids are in costumes they're in Led Zeppelin <laughs> costumes yes and that is 100% correct like they they not even their look it'd be it would might be different if they had like their own unique look and they just kind of played and sounded like led zeppelin i'd be like okay whatever it's like these these guys sound like led zeppelin at least they have their
0: own thing going for them they
1: don't they don't even have their own look going for them they're they're mimicking
0: everything it is all an act and it is the word fetish is used uh, or forms thereof a lot in this piece and I can't believe I never thought to use that word. They are just completely fetishized and it is completely an act that they are putting on the, I think I've said this before and it's way too nerdy of a take, but watch them perform that stupid highway tune song and when uh, the lead singer, whatever the kid's name is, Bono. What's what's his name? Bono. Bono. When Bono does the, ah, and like he... He's he's stay, he has to stay still, and he raises his eyebrows so much, ah, and it's he is contorting himself to do something that is not what his voice is. You know, right. like he is performing in the most offensive uh, meaning of the word. He is acting and doing something that is not. I wonder what his voice actually sounds like. You know, yeah. I'd love to get. We we should interview that kid <laughs> yeah. and be like, hey, so. Uh, Uh, What do you guys actually sound like as musicians? Would love to know, because you're doing uh, a very good uh, Bruno Mars thing. You know what their move should have been? They should have
1: starred in a Led Zeppelin movie, and if it was a really good movie, they would have had a great soundtrack, and then they could have made a career off that, and nobody would have been like ugh, this is weird and gross. And they'd be, like, be like the okay. Fab
0: Faux or Rain or any yeah. of these like Beatles cover bands that have, that have full-time jobs just pretending to be the Beatles. Right. That's totally fine. There's no shame in that. But these guys are celebrating... Who's my man... Uh, this was Barstool again. Barstool loves Greta Van Fleet. Who's yeah. my the, my man who first... It, this was the first that they came on my radar. Uh, uh, Robbie. Robbie yeah. Robbie was like, look at these teenagers. Saving rock and, and roll. Exactly. Yeah. Saving rock and roll, I believe, is what it was. Oh, and no. I just... I remember I, I'd seen stuff from that kid, and I, I knew that he was like a big pop culture guy and everything. So I was like, all right, you seem cool, but don't have another take like that again, young man.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's... It's tough because like all the old school people that fucking loved Zeppelin and love them now, it's they're like, well, rock's been dead for for decades, and these just because you gave up and- on looking for it, right? Dude, it's right. These kids do nothing new just because they sound and look exactly like the band that you liked 30 40 years ago yeah. does not mean that rock has been dead for 30 40 years just because nobody has recreated that exact same thing how do you It think, just it exists in a different state
0: How do you think uh, our guys Houndmouth feel where right. they were We should have asked them they, about it They were beloved for uh doing something like when when you When I finally listened to Houndmouth, after probably a year of you being like, dude, you'd like him, you'd like him first song i listened to was penitentiary and in the chorus it is uh, the band right and in the chorus uh the the lead vocal does not sing the melody he sings a harmony and just the way their harmonies were stacked was just so beautifully the band and i was like oh they did this is such a cool thing that you don't really hear anymore god i love these guys and then i listened to other songs of theirs and i was like so all of them aren't like the band these are authentic musicians who are doing their own thing and they're really branching out and doing different stuff and as they continued to branch out the people who were probably whacking it to them sounding like the band for a couple of songs like, you guys aren't musicians anymore you're using laptops. <laughs> and they're like well, so we're, that's actual rock. What, the, what these guys are doing is they're, oh, it's God God bless the, the real bands who are making real rock and trying to reinvent themselves and trying to do different things, because that's what rock and roll was. It wasn't just, alright, we have one sound, let's keep doing it over and over right. and over again. Every time a new album would come out a band would sound a little different than it did the previous album. These guys are just going to keep playing it right down the middle, do nobody Up ever over look and over back. again.
1: and Nobody will ever look back on Greta Van Fleet and be like, wow, they moved the genre forward. Yes. They just did a really if weird thing. If anything, they're harming like the rock genre by going so far backwards and doing the exact same shit.
0: Oh, I'll tell you what, I think a lot less of a lot of rock fans and classic rock people uh, who defend them. I have uh my guy uh my I can't remember the guy's name so now I'm not going to even say anything more about it because then you'll be able to tell who I'm talking about and you'll be like you don't know one of my friends uh is a very big rock guy and has great music takes and we've always kind of had these great conversations about oh this out al- this album's good blah, blah blah and he's a big greta van Fleet guy, and I'm like so I guess I can't take that guy seriously <laughs> anymore and a lot of people are like that so uh yeah, I'm getting tweets today saying like, "Curious, why don't you like those guys anyway?" Listen there to this it is. podcast. Yeah, there once. it is. They're just it is it is kitsch. That's what it is. You know when uh, when uh, Oscar says that about the the poster that Angelo really likes of the babies playing oh, the yeah, saxophone. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, "This is not art. This is kitsch." And I had to look yeah, up not kitsch the good again. kind of kitsch, the no, Taylor kind. Not the Taylor kind. Not the not the slinging beers in the underwear. And this makes me wanna. This makes me want to sling beers in my underwear out of depression, and quite frankly, folks, I've got enough stuff in my life that's making me want to do that. I don't need Gerba van, <laughs> bumfuck to come in here and make me do that anymore. If you like Greta Van Fleet, you suck. There it is. That's the All podcast right. for yeah. today. <laughs> uh,
1: that is that is
0: one of the best rants that we've had in a in a, long, in a while. I it think. was good. We were just we were feeding the rock like we were going back and forth down the court, and I didn 't even realize the court was that long, like we got to the basket and then we were like we 're not ready to dunk yet, and they were like all right we 're just going to put another basket a half mile down the road. you guys want to keep passing it back and forth so we did that uh, today
1: 's episode is a movie review episode we mm. since we
0: were in Austin.
1: Uh, last weekend we are, have some movies to catch up on. You yes. did not see First Man, but no. I did, so I can talk about First. Man I guess man I'm the last man
0: to see it. No, no, no. Don't don't talk about it till. Well, let me let me we'll hold off see on it. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So
1: we won't do First Man, but we did see Halloween. Mm-hmm. We both saw Halloween. I have a lot of thoughts on Halloween. I'm very, so very do excited I. to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, and we also saw Bad Times at the El Royale. So um, I think we should.
0: First, do... Also, before we get to the movie reviews, uh, some people asked what we thought of the new Moo album. I'll be honest. uh, I listened to the Greta Van Fleet album so I could mock it instead of listening to an artist that I actually liked. So... uh, so I, we're, we're pleading ignorance for now. I've, I've, yeah. I've got like one run through. I liked a lot of the songs, but uh, we'll, we'll yeah, sprinkle that in as listen. it comes. I had
1: a soft listen. Uh, I wasn't blown away by it, but I thought that it wasn't bad. So yeah. I'm going to have to give it more of a listen, and we can discuss it uh, on the next episode. Uh, but before we get into the uh, before we get into Halloween and Bad Times of the El Royale, uh, uh, before we saw Halloween... There was a new trailer for uh, Happy Death Day 2. Yes, you.
0: yes. And uh, it is, it's magnificent. No, it's not. It looks <laughs> so good. It, it looks, looks like so bad. It made me watch Happy Death Day again because I'm like, man, what a great movie. Uh, it has a lot of the same things as <laughs> the first one, except there is a scenario in which she has to keep uh, committing suicide. and someone it's very suicide heavy. Someone in the theater as that, trailer ended the guy uh, guy a couple seats next to me said to the person he was with like that's really awful that they would that that would be part of a movie and I want to be like Hey, hi! Uh, just a uh, hey, uh, d- depressed person who's been suicidal before. Mental uh, health advocate here. Uh, y- that is really bad. You know what else is really bad? Uh, like every movie has someone who goes around murdering people. <laughs> that right? is really bad too. Okay, <laughs> yeah. suicide's terrible. Murder, point. very terrible too. You're about to watch a murder. You came here, so <laughs> you bought you bought <laughs> movie you bought a murder tickets. <laughs> yeah, you bought m- murder movie tickets. So. Get off your high horse, you crazy guy! And also, don't see a star is born. Uh,
1: yeah. But I, the 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 fucking Happy Death Day two trailer, uh, I really didn't need this. I I, I came <laughs> around on on Happy Death Day being like the satirical yeah. thing that's worth my time. I didn't like it when I watched it the first time around. You had the
0: John Wick experience. You yes, you, yeah, I didn't get it. You you miss you, you, mis, you mis- we'll miss say. it. I miss the tone. I got that. Same with me and John Wick. Big uh,
1: I came around eventually on Happy Death Day where it's like, okay, I don't have to take this so seriously and fine, whatever. Good idea. The execution, I think, still missed the mark a little bit. Definitely didn't need it two times uh, in the exact same form.
0: Yeah. They, they didn't even change characters. Well, that's what's cool. That, that uh, I'm surprised that kid is back. Because uh, the kid that she was dating, dating yeah. that she began dating him that had they have sex once and, and then, then understand it him, just yeah. uh're they're, they're just different people in different places in life uh, and then they they kind of move away from each other crazy that that's the biggest thing that she goes from, and again, I watched the first one uh, very recently. she is such a bad person to begin that movie she is a nightmare just a horrible horrible young woman and i mean it takes her dying like 55 times but she really becomes a really good considerate nice person especially to this young man but i still feel like that that kid was i'm just realizing it
1: now the the happy death day plot is almost the same as um the good place the show on nbc because uh, i gotta kristen, watch that it's very very funny um kristen bell's character uh she dies in the show and she goes to the quote-unquote good place which is heaven mm. and then she like realizes that she didn't doesn't belong there because she was a ter- terrible person on earth and she has to learn to become a good person
0: oh that's kind of cool and ted danson's in it yes yeah he's, why aren't i watching god, this basically. Basically. oh he's god
1: basically he's and like, they uh, trash uh blake Bortles the whole
0: time yes Yes. Yeah, it's
1: a very good show, um, but yeah, I realize. I also realize, I th- if I recall correctly, that the guy in Happy Death Day who she dates, he's living in the same dorm in Happy Death Day Two. It appears to be the same dorm, so either this movie happened like a semester later, hmm. or he got held back a grade <laughs> in college.
0: Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's that's quite possible. I think they showed the. the uh the the kids in it too the uh, his roommate yes yeah, right? same roommate yeah so this the roommate who wants to know about the uh, what is it fine vagina <laughs> yeah it's like yo you hit that fine vagina last night or what and then one of the times she knows it's coming and uh, she uh, spanks him and then goes find Vajon out. It seems like it seems
1: like it's really steering into the fucking like terrible corny jokes in this one. It's going to be fucking outrageous. The she gets like shocked in the in the trailer when she wakes up with the frizzy hair. Oh yeah. It seems like there's going to be a lot of goofy shit going on in this one.
0: Yeah. There it's going to be bad man. I'm, it's going to be very I'm bad. L- I'm looking forward to it. I'm I think that uh Are you in more or, l- or less uh, then After i was the trailer yeah oh nothing ain't a damn thing changed <laughs> i was i was a hundred percent going in i'm a hundred percent coming out i think that they saw that the movie was well received that people that enough people were like oh my god we get it this is ridiculous what a great movie and they're like all right you want ridiculous let's Let's get ridiculous. They're going to go over. Let's get Kyrie them. on the soundtrack because <laughs> yeah. this, this one's going to be ridiculous. Uh, I'm very excited to see it. Um, hey, do you like investing? Uh, I'm going to be careful w- what I say here. I, I like people choosing how they invest however they want. Unless it's in
1: Greta Van Fleet. Don't invest your time. In Don't Greta invest Van your time in Greta Van Fleet. Uh, but if you want to start investing... Robinhood might be the app for you. It's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. Don't know what a bunch of those things are, but they're commission-free, and that's nice, I think. Uh, They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. Again, we are not the wealthy. You might have heard this before. We are not classified as, quote, the wealthy. Not yet. But it's uh, Robinhood is a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. Simple and intuitive, it's got a clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. There's, uh, there's no commissions fee, and it's a low cost. Uh, other brokerages start... Uh, Charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. Trade stocks and keep all your profits. Uh, It allows you to learn by doing. Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks and trade favorite companies with personalized news feeds. Custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving our listeners free stock, like Apple, Ford, or Sprint, to help you build your portfolio. So sign up at brunch.robinhood.com. That's brunch.robinhood.com.
0: Pretty cool stuff. Uh, We saw two movies, both of which got the same exact audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Really. Halloween and Bad Times the El Royale, both 76%. Let us start with Halloween because tis the season season. Right. Correct. It is the Halloween season season. See, season season.
1: Um, yeah, I I really fucking liked Halloween. I, I did not know this
0: was supposed to be good. Yeah, uh, i've been watching I was excited halloween. about it i was
1: excited about it i thought that it was going to be good it exceeded my expectations
0: i've been watching halloween sequels my whole life like literally <laughs> i saw halloween when i was a kid and then my friends and i would chip away at the sequels and i've seen them all and it's just understood that when a new halloween movie comes out you're like okay i guess Rash. i'll see it i'll say i i haven't seen either of the rob zombie ones feel like uh, i feel like i'm doing okay there by yeah. missing those uh so I, I did not know what this was supposed to be good, and as I was watching it, I was like, wait a second, this is actually good. This is a good movie. Uh, great. It was a really good, really enjoyable slasher. Uh, it was it, all the same elements as the first one. Uh, not, I don't think it'll go down as being the greatest horror movie of all time, like the first yeah. one, but it was very, very good. And if you've seen the first one, if you were kind of into it, definitely see this. I mean, I'll say off the top that I didn't like the first one. This is weird. Yeah, you went back and watched the first one, and I then watched the first one again to be like, "Wait a second, was it bad?" And no, that movie's great. Ah, man, I, I, I just, I I didn't really get
1: it. I guess like, there's so much standing around. Nothing happens in that movie until the last 15 minutes. Oh, that's not true. That is so true. No, he's. It's just like killing off her friends one by one, man. That all happens in like the last fifteen minutes of the movie.
0: No, it doesn't.
1: Yes, it does. Alright, so maybe it's like the last twenty-five minutes. I would say that
0: the night has started like Halloween Dude, night is, starts within the burn. first half hour. No way. Right? Like, no, no. So it no, no. what?
1: So like the first killing happens like with the exception of his sister, obviously. Yeah. And um like the first friend killing. The yeah. first directly related to Lori killing. Happens probably over an hour into the movie. Really? I would imagine so. Dude, it is such a slow burn. If you, I don't Did you go back and watch it? I did watch it. You should have clocked it, but
0: yeah. I'm pretty sure it's close to an hour into the movie. I know that it ends Fast and Furious, but I right. think that there was... I don't know. No, that actually would make sense, because once he starts killing, they're not really focusing on other stuff. But yeah, I just think it's... Uh, h- horror movies where... Not a lot of people die are the best kind. Yeah, I don't And think, that's don't what this this is your classic like how many bodies does he catch? He catches like 5 to 10 max. And honestly, I think
1: in the new movie, uh there are too many bodies. Yes. I, I think would agree. there are too many killings.
0: I, I think don't need him killing the sad uh fat kid. Like who cares? Yeah. There's uh or the kid that the dad the biggest thing one of the biggest things with me in the new one is uh he kills a kid. Which he doesn't yeah. really do over the course of the movies. Someone told me that maybe in four he kills a kid. Uh, I don't remember that. But we, that's that's like basically
1: erased with this movie. That's true. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. Like so. That was sort of one of my criticisms about the new one is that I think there's like there's too much of him killing for almost no reason where right. it's not necessary. And I think part of the appeal, for, at least for me for my for Mike Myers, is that like he is so. Focus.
0: yes he's in like lorry. on his way to kill people yes. all the time he like, yeah. uh in the first one he runs into tommy outside the school and he just puts his hands on tommy's shoulders and then walks away like you could have killed that kid so easily right yeah and
1: like there's just too much like killing just for the sake of killing in this movie i think yeah um but with that being said i liked it one of the biggest things that i liked about this movie is that and I, th- I find that this is kind of rare in-, in horror movies, is that most of the characters were likable.
0: Right. I was going to say, I loved this cast. Obviously, Queen Judy Greer's in it, so that's right. an A-plus cast no matter what. Uh, big, big shouts, and I don't mean this in an offensive way because I'm pretty sure that this person is a friend of Randy's. Uh, I think bootleg Richard Jenkins was spectacular as the father. <laughs>
1: I-, I don't even know if I've seen that guy in anything before.
0: No, but he was bootleg Richard Jenkins. Watch watch, I was like, yeah. they they didn't, not they couldn't. I'm sure that Richard Jenkins would have done this movie. Richard Jenkins has a very weird career. Uh, very, very, but yeah,
1: but, but so that like that guy was great. That's the thing, and and I understand why so many horror movies do that, uh, where they make the characters so fucking unlikable that you're almost at at a point like just rooting for them to die. Yeah, and it becomes fun when they actually do die. But this was like a weird experience because I liked the cast so much, and I liked um, what Allison is that the the young the girl? granddaughter? Yeah, yeah. I mean, her name's Allison. Like I liked her friends so much that I was sort of bummed when when they were killed by Mike Myers. Uh,
0: I did have one. The only bad person in the movie is Josh Gad. No, not Josh Gad. Boot like Josh Gad. That kid, that kid that went kid down. Uh, no, her friend the blonde one because she called pot alakazam a loser <laughs> b uh that was confusing because alakazam because she was uh talking in code in front of the young man she yes. was babysitting who by the way uh, stole the show an oscar. Best, uh, a, oscar a nominee. star is born <laughs> yes. let me tell you with that kid uh she's talking in code in front of him and she says uh, uh hey the chef from blockers is bringing uh the alakazam that to me Sounds like she's talking about alcohol, and yeah, the kid yeah, yeah. who stole the show had to point out, like, "Hey, I know you're talking about smoking weed," like, and I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, me too. I knew you were talking about that." <laughs> so this movie, <laughs> well, five year old made you
1: like, seem very uncool. Made you wh- feel
0: very uncool. Well, everyone should feel uncool next to that kid. That kid was yeah, great. That kid was the best. Well, uh, what did you think of the chef from Blockers? I liked him. I thought he was good. Is that that's the uh, the pothead
1: friend? Yeah, I thought he was good. Alakazam uh, kid. I I did like the fact that. There were two of like really strong callbacks with the and that that's like something about this movie that I liked. They did they in had the classroom they, scene. They had the school. Yes, yeah, that was that very was... very cool. Where she's sitting in the corner, she looks out, uh, and I thought that was like kind of symbolic. Where uh, like so in the first movie, Lori's sitting in the back of the classroom. Oh, because the they corner, both like
0: mean death or something.
1: Where like. Lori's boogeyman, yeah, is right, exactly, yeah. Lori's boogeyman is, is Mike Michael Myers. Her f-
0: boogeyman is is her grandmother.
1: No, I would say that like at this point, uh, Lori has become the boogeyman. Ooh, that's not where bad. she's like hunting Mike Myers now. Yeah, so I, I thought that was cool. Like in my mind, I was like, ooh, this is like a changing of the guard sort of situation. Yeah, uh, and I liked that. But there was uh, callbacks with the friends too. The the guy was killed in the exact same way as the boyfriend in the first way. Right, when he he's was pinned, mounted up yeah, with he was the uh, pinned against the wall with the the knife. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you got this one, but the uh, the the blonde when they found her body, she had the the sheet draped over her, yes, with the eyes cut right, out, and that's like how the, the girl yeah, was killed like, in the first one.
0: Right. Which, no, not not the girl. Yeah, when she was in bed. No but she she who is in bed the blonde girl the the the, the in
1: the first movie yeah. uh, Laurie's female friend was in bed after she had had sex with the kid
0: downstairs but then he comes up uh, she says get me a beer he comes and Michael Myers comes back up and she's like where's my beer yeah, then she he's gets wearing up, the sheet right he's wearing the sheet Oh, so that's what you're talking yeah, about. So yeah. It's I was like going to say, because she gets up. He comes up wearing the guy, the sheet in the guy's glasses. Right. And then she's like, where's my beer? He doesn't do anything. And she says, you're being totally weird. And then gets on the phone. And then he strangles her yes. while she's on the phone. Yeah. Rudest thing to do when someone's <laughs> on a call. Yep. It's, uh, you'd be she hard pressed like,
1: to find anything more rude
0: excuse than Excuse me. <laughs> I'm talking here. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was a, a
1: very cool callback with the, the, the sheet with the eye holes. Which, by the way... Just an absolutely fucking ridiculous part of the first Halloween.
0: What that he comes up with yeah, the, would
1: Mike Myers like that did not fit into the Mike Myers Mike Myers like persona. That he was at like all. a bit of a goof. He was, yeah, he
0: was like yeah, gonna get you. I had a lot of questions in this uh, second one. They or the new one they were halloween 2 cruise control they're showing um, halloween 2 here we go again yes uh halloween 2 mission uh mission impossible and he's uh standing what's he doing he's uh oh he's standing in this like block at the uh asylum and they're like you can't get close to him you, you got to stay behind this yellow line and everything but he's got short hair and i was like well, how do they cut this guy's hair like how does he eat how do they feed him and then i was thinking about like everything with him and i was like so that guy obviously doesn't have sex does he ever like does that does that guy like masturbate what what what's this guy's life like mike what's mike myers yeah like what what how is mike myers obviously his mental wellness is shot what is his sexual wellness like what is his he never speaks he's just the I don't know, man. He murders that dick. Seems, <laughs> it seems like yeah, that that that's what he does. That's his sexual wellness. Uh, I found
1: it interesting that you brought up the fact that like he kills a kid in this one. Yeah, um, and that did feel fucking. Uh, that was another case of just like I was like, man, killing. this one's going for it in 2018, huh? <laughs> yeah, killing for the sake of killing because he easily could have just fucking stolen the truck and driven away, right? And left that kid. But I also like I also made me question like where does he draw the line? Because in one of the scenes. He he kills a
0: dog in the first one. Does he?
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, he kills uh, the dog that... uh, I think that that the hottest girl in the first one is Lori's other friend. The one uh, with the curly hair. I don't remember. Who she gets killed in the car. I think everyone thinks the blonde one I think is like the babe, but I think that, that, that other one's quite a babe. Uh, she, uh, she doesn't like that dog. It's always barking. It's making noises. And uh, oh, then yeah, it, as it's barking, you can hear it yeah. being killed. And she's like, oh, thank God. He's finally <laughs> piping down.
1: Because <laughs> dogs yelp and just go yeah, silent like, for dying, natural yeah. reasons a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, there's a scene in this one where he walks past a baby. And it's crying, and I was like, oh, shit. Is he going to kill the baby? Yeah. And then he just keeps walking past it. But I was like, if you're trying to drive home the fact that this guy's just, like, pure evil and just, like, a complete monster, why might he not kill a baby?
0: Let's get to some of the other characters. Uh, There were the two podcasters who've got $3,000 in cash lying around uh, (laughs) for a source. Uh, Could not be us. No. they both get murdered pretty quickly into the movie. Like I, At first, I was like, why even put them in it at all? But I was like, oh, whatever. I guess that this is, was their way of kind of reintroducing us. Uh, they had to do some sort of thing to uh, tie us to Lori and to him and everything. So what better way than someone who's doing a story on all of it? Yeah. So that that was easy enough. I thought, I mean, Shouts out to uh, a sh- Regina Spector, uh, bootleg Regina Spector, uh, for playing the girl. Yes.
1: Uh, I thought that it was... At first, I thought it was kind of cheap that they were like, "Let's mix in a 2018 element of it." Ooh, podcast, a podcast. yeah. <laughs> but like, the more I thought about it, I thought that it it, it could have been done much better. But I did sort of like the element of uh, like investigative crime podcast because that shit for sure is a craze now. And there would be a hundred percent in 2018. Like forty years later, there would a hundred percent be people trying to do that story. Yes, yeah, about Mike Myers. So I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know if they, they like hit it
0: as well as they should. They definitely didn't knock it out of the park. Let's uh, get to the worst part of the movie for me. I was so disappointed. I had realized by this point of the movie that uh, I liked the movie and that it was a good movie. Uh, it was so good that I was that it made me think it wasn't going to do a really corny cheap thing which was uh the guy who studied under dr loomis is uh the guy who is the doctor the new loomis yeah like the, the new loomis they that in the and movie. it turns out he's in love with michael myers so yeah. he starts killing people to protect him and i was like oh that is so lame and stupid that's that. like right, right it t- like it
1: took it off course for like for like a good amount of time. So too. cheap more and more than just, it needed to. Yeah. Um.
0: It and then he obviously needed. gets smoked by Michael Myers. It's the same thing we've seen in every Jurassic Park movie yeah. when the guy's like, "Oh, I've gotta protect the dinosaurs," and it's like, "Cool, well the dinosaurs are gonna kill you then."
1: Yeah, it's it's like it's the the, the only thing to learn here is that like every scientist in the world fucks whatever they are studying. Yeah, because there's a hundred percent chance that that new Loomis guy who just fetishizes and wants to to do Mike
0: Myers. He was like, "You know what? I'll take care of the, his haircuts," and then yes. he has sex with Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> that guy stunk uh yeah i hated that i hated that there was there was a few things that made me pretty mad and, coach from uh remember the titans was fine until he got uh yeah, murdered by so, the yeah. in love guy
1: that's that's another part of of like that that twist so so-called twist that i didn't like because the assistant coach from remember the titans he was really good in this movie yeah didn't deserve to
0: die yeah it was uh it was quite upsetting but overall really really liked it uh to those who uh, didn't, let me see what my notes are here. I haven't even looked at. Uh, let's see. Oh, so yes. All right. So uh, obviously, all these movies end with them thinking that they killed him. So whatever. This isn't going to be a spoiler because this is how all these movies ended. I wrote down. Uh, so the three, the the three generations. Uh, I wrote that. Lori, her daughter, and her granddaughter are all there for uh, when they finish off Michael Myers. The climax. My note is, they sure aren't an opportunistic bunch of ladies. He's down and not moving, and they have guns, and instead they decide to walk past him up some stairs and burn down the house. Yes. They could have just, like, <laughs> shot him again.
1: Yeah, but Lori has spent the last 40 years... Turning her house into a booby trap, right? And she really God wanted to burn bless, that thing down. God bless her. She was taking advantage of of every opportunity she could to to utilize all of those boogie those boogie traps that she had.
0: But and I know that this is referencing uh, other Halloween movies, but burning down Michael Myers doesn't work. How many times are you going to light Michael Myers on fire to know that he's going to live through it? Yeah. And and so end of Halloween two, she shoots him in both eyes, lights him on fire. He walks out of it, falls down and they're like, all right, I guess he's dead. Let's all just leave him. That's the biggest thing with me and Michael. This is my number one Michael Myers point. At the end of every movie, it appears that seemingly he has died and he's lying down and like they show the body and he's lying down. And I understand that we go home, the viewers, because the movie, that's the end of the movie. Okay. That's it. Let's go home. Apparently in all of these movies, then like all the cops and everybody just goes home. Yeah. They lead, they're leave. they like, ah, Laurie, well, he's Laurie finally Strode. dead. There's his body. Let's let it decompose right there. Seemingly, let's totally. walk away from it.
1: Laurie Strode, who has spent the last 40 years being completely fucking devastated and destroyed by the existence of Mike Myers, who has basically driven herself to insanity and become a hermit over obsessing about killing this guy. Has him laying down on the basement of her house with a gun in hand, yeah. and yet is not not ready to finish the job as as need be.
0: Just make insane. sure that when he's dead, like keep shooting at him as you're calling the police MT to be the like, clip. hey, everybody, come here, wrap this guy up, like pull him apart limb by limb. This guy, he he lives through everything. He's yeah, it, ba- like gunshots, fire. Uh, they, by the way. Uh, they reveal at the end of the movie. Uh, this Greece. is a huge twist. Uh, yeah, he didn't die. Yeah, shocker. Yeah, no shit. Um, that's something that like kind of bothers
1: me about the Halloween franchise. Just the fact that this dude is indestructible. Yeah, like, what's even the fucking point of all of this? What's the point of the movies if there's just no fucking possible way to kill this? Another guy? pet.
0: They teeth. shot him in the face again in this yeah. movie. Another pet peeve. Uh, a lot of people have been reacting. Uh, Shouts shout out, uh, Shea Serrano wrote a really good thing on Michael Myers and all the Halloween movies. It was really good. Uh, but he is among many people who are very fascinated with uh, the Michael Myers move of getting up. And they're I mean, like... Just, like m- the, the top half of your body just springs up. Yeah. They're like, what strength that shows and everything? I tried it. I can do that. Really? That's not hard. But like in a quick quick way he does he does it like
1: slowly he just goes like that and this one i think that he popped up kind of quickly it's do you have good core strength it must be the make look why make the DJ wide again tell me tell me
0: if i'm doing something give me a display
1: dj is uh laying down on the ground uh you you kind of compensated there mike myers does no compensation like your back sort of like helps you up you you kind of just have to like, yeah, that was better. That was better. It's really like not that, but your head comes forward first. So I'll keep my head completely straight. There you go. That you fucking nailed it that time. All right. So you have proved that you can do the Mike Myers. But it's not even Like it's not even
0: difficult. You're not. You're not. Yeah.
1: You're not groaning and shit. <laughs> even a cat
0: can we should it. post a uh tutorial on how to do yes. it and it's just like yo just just, just sit up like, <laughs> sit. it's yeah
1: yeah I, I uh it looks way cooler when mike myers does it
0: right i don't know if it's because of the mask because, or whatever. and it's because for some reason you're suspecting Ooh, maybe he's ah uh, there he goes yeah he's not dead yes uh so i don't know it's it
1: was very fun. It was not a perfect movie. No. It, uh, had, it had several elements that kind of made me mad. Also, another callback uh, was uh, Laurie. We're, sort of, uh, we're sort of like Laurie becoming the boogeyman symbol- symbolicism. Symbolism? Symbolism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she was lying outside. Remember, after, in the first movie, she throws Mike Meyer on oh, the yeah. balcony. He's laying on the front yard. Mm-hmm. She looks away. She looks back. He's gone. Gone. The exact opposite happened this time around. He pushed her off the balcony. She oh, was lying right. in the yeah. lawn. And he looks it looks away, looks back. She's gone, baby.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's become
1: the boogeyman, man.
0: Yeah. Uh it was good. I recommend seeing it. I feel like everybody uh and even if you haven't seen Halloween, you can see it pretty easily. It's I will say you watched it on demand. Uh it's on demand from AMC and then and that means that it's an edited version. I don't know if you do this. I never watch the, f- the free one. I always shell out, see the real thing. Depends how
1: invested I am into yeah. watching it. Um, I wasn't ready to pay money to If watch, it's from Halloween. a movie
0: channel, if it's from like Cinemax, obviously I'll do it for oh, yeah, free, absolutely. watch the real thing. Yeah. I'm not trying to help them out or anything yeah. like that. But yeah, uh, I yeah I rewatched the first one and I confirmed, still think it's great. Uh, let's talk a little bad times. What do at- you want to give it for a stamp? Halloween. Uh... Really good. Really good. Yeah, yeah you going really good. Yeah, I would say because uh, it was so much better than I expected.
1: Yeah, it was. I don't know if it was so much better than I expected, just because I thought it looked good off of the trailer. Mm. Uh, I will say that it is. I'll say pretty good. Nice. Uh, I don't know. Pretty good makes it seem like less than good, right?
0: Or like i probably pretty damn good. That's pretty good. damn good. Yeah. Is a good one. Pretty, I'll go pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Uh, okay. Bad times at El Royale this is one where we just couldn't wait. We started <laughs> uh, reacting right after we saw it uh I really liked it uh what would you say? you kind of liked it i uh I thought that it was
1: I thought that it was good I thought that it was entertaining but I was dissatisfied because I felt like this had the potential to be a great movie yeah I thought that it could have been great but it just fucking it felt too ambitious and it missed the mark for me
0: and it eventually left me with sort of a bad taste in my mouth the movie was uh, very much interested in telling you as much as it wanted to tell you it uh, there are, there are not answers in this movie you uh, yeah. there's no aha uh-huh, there's no ah uh, so this is what it all is and I guess that's kind of I guess the payoff or the twister that you just don't learn really uh, much about these people. They're just all there. You know that uh, one of them is some sort of law enforcement. You know that one of them is running away from something. You know that one of them is uh, someone with some sort of uh, dementia or Alzheimer's or something who used to be a criminal. And you know that uh, one uh, one of them uh, kidnapped somebody and brought them there. And you get little, little answers here and there about them. Like, you can give a decent enough description about each of them by the end, but there's so many, like, big questions, uh, especially, especially... There's one huge question that's left unanswered, which I think, like, that was... This movie's artistic statement or
1: something. I don't but know what it was. Yeah. Like, uh, so this is obviously like an ensemble, but the whole cast. thing looked so cool. And it was like yeah.
0: That so that's why I really liked it. Okay. Yeah. That that's
1: fine. And, and it, I thought that it delivered a good vibe. I thought that it was um like the acting was was good from from pretty much everybody, and it yeah. was like a really intriguing ensemble cast. But it was sort of one of those situations where they had so many characters, um, and. They left you said that they left all of them vague and and to a certain extent they did but I also It felt varies like from from person exactly to person. Exactly. So though. I was just going to say they left some of them vague where, where like they definitely
0: over explained other characters. Yeah, they, they they end up giving you they only give you everything from one person and it's the clerk. And you didn't love the clerk, no, I liked him I, I I really wanted to know like what is this kid's deal, and they at least answered that uh, the other one they mostly answer uh, the uh, Jeff bridge's character, and he was great, uh, like you said, everybody in this uh was really good but Yeah, they only kind of give you everything with one character, and you're like, "Well, I didn't even that guy wasn't even in the trailer. Why do I care about that guy?"
1: Like, it's not like an it's not a huge actor, and they have so many big names. Yeah, uh, and. This is such a fucking long movie. It is so. long. I'll say it
0: did not feel long to me at all. It felt
1: pretty long to me.
0: Like it only felt long once. So they they bring in uh, Chris Hemsworth very for, late in the movie. By for, the way, in that part of the movie, felt like a million hours. Didn't it? Honestly, didn't need him at all. It was. I thought that it he needed. Was, it needed. Uh, I guess. Uh, so he runs in as a bad guy for like sh- shit to go down. Right, he's a uh, cult leader. Uh, who uh, is involved with the the two girls? The one that kidnapped the other one, and uh, he comes in to be the kind of bad guy that uh, can go against mostly everybody that's at the hotel. But it's just, it's dragged out so long. It is drawn and out. It I was like, oh, dude, sure.
1: stop. I didn't hate uh, Hemsworth as much as you did in this movie. I thought that he was actually pretty looked good. He looked great. He looked great. He looked like fucking daddy. Yeah. Which he needed to because you, you're not going to follow an ugly cult leader. Right. Uh, so uh, I thought that he was good. It's just, this movie was so fucking long. The payoff was just not worth it. There was not a big payoff at the end. Yeah. Um, and it's like it that's the sort of movie if you're gonna if you're gonna make me sit there for like a hundred and fifty hundred and sixty minutes, the payoff better be fucking huge, and it better be worth it or else it's gonna leave a bad taste in my mouth and that's the that's what it did and it's just like the way that this movie was presented was annoying at times
0: it's another it also was another uh it's its ending was very cheap it's the the, yeah. the, the place burns down. And I was yeah, like, I if even, I want I that, even, I would have seen Halloween again. <laughs> right. And its I don't know if that was, like, the ending to me. The
1: the ending to me still wasn't worth it. And it wasn't yeah. that big of a payoff. Um, the shit that happens before that. Uh, but, yeah, just, like, uh, it felt really, like, odd at points watching this. And, and the reason why I say that it, it felt long to me is that, like, it just felt sort of disjointed in the way that it was presented. Yeah. Because they go from character to character. Yeah. And it just it feels like they build up at a lot of points. And then they and just And you think it's going to be reset. like, oh,
0: they're all tied together. And then it's they're like, really no, not really. Yeah. yeah they're it's they're not. It's just all separate little anecdotes. Two of them end up being, or three of them, I suppose, end up being tied together because they end up kind of right, coming but, together but, but it, there's no like previous yes before this yeah it's not like a crash
1: situation yeah uh, the
0: uh, my my biggest issue with the movie i don't know if you noticed this uh they totally misled us in the trailers in the trailer dakota johnson who shocker looks unbelievable yeah she did look really uh, good has an accent in the trailer oh, really? and she doesn't in the movie in the trailer they show John Ham knocking on the door saying hey uh, open the door please and she says no nah, I ain't gonna do that and like it's very like southern and sweet and She's like a California girl in yeah. the movie. She's like a dark. Girl. So, yeah. So this one, he not, in the movie, he knocks on. He's like, open the door. And she's like, nah, dog. I'm not opening that. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, is that, do you think that
1: falls into her not being able to, to do the role?
0: i uh, i don't know i again i i have no idea whether or not dakota johnson's great <laughs> Neither do i i, I, just, no I think she's just so painfully beautiful and yeah uh, she looked great in this movie and
1: i, I honestly thought that she was pretty solid in this. yeah like she wasn't she didn't blow me away but she also
0: didn't i thought distract. that everybody was good yeah jeff bridges outstanding uh yeah good stuff overall but yeah it, it was just weird because it was it had to be intentional to not answer all these questions. Because it's one thing if they left out one or two things. But, like, they're doing flashbacks to stuff that they don't give you answers for. There's got to be, like, 20 yeah. things that they don't tell you in this I know. movie. and it's... it's, and it's so it's, it was it's, a It's a, a weird situation,
1: too, because, like, this is a, a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Yeah. And, like, I don't want to be like, well, I need more. But, like, <laughs> they just didn't explain shit. I feel like they didn't allot time in... In the places where they should have. Yeah. Or, uh, and I just, it, this honestly felt like it might have worked better as like a Netflix series or, uh, like, yeah, a, like a limited miniseries. Because the way that they went about presenting it, like, like, again, like it was very segmented. They did, they would jump from character to character and, like, I guess you like the pacing was was a bit weird in the sense that like they would build up and then reset with a different character build yeah. up and then reset with a different character. I think that would have worked better with like a mini series where you spend uh like an hour on on this character, you spend an hour on this character, even like a half an hour. Yeah. Uh, and then you you make it like
0: episodes. So you're saying season 4 of arrested development. No. <laughs> no. Uh I guess n- No, because it's not all happening like concurrently. Right? Yeah.
1: There's no reason for that to happen uh, at the same time.
0: Yeah. Uh, My so I did not. I was not looking forward to this movie. I was very wary of this movie because I was afraid it was going to be murder on the murder on the in express. Uh, How would you compare the two? I think this is night and day. Better. It was, just, sure. it was just it was just such a cool watch. Every like there were a lot of cool shots. Everyone looked great. Really cool. There was a g- great like all time scene when uh John Hamm is walking through the uh hall the first time and looking in on all the rooms. Mm-hmm. And uh Jeff Bridges is uh digging up the floorboards and he's supposed to be a priest, so what's going on with this guy? Uh What's her face is Dakota Johnson's bringing in uh, a girl who's tied up and uh, the the Cynthia Arrivo character, who I'm not totally sure who she is, but she was great in it. Uh, she is practicing singing with a metronome and as she's singing, he's going up and down and seeing all this stuff. And it's just really, really, uh, really, really cool scene. I would say it's like the coolest scene i've seen so uh she's a uh she's a broadway actress she's Ah. from london from stockwell london and just uh just just great she's also in uh this was her second movie she's in widows she's also in the upcoming chaos walking needle in a time stack and harriet so uh yeah she was very good uh, I liked her. I mean, like all the acting. There was
1: like acting wasn't the issue for me. Yeah, storytelling was. Uh, yeah, for storytelling was and time was and uh, pacing was. It's just it's this movie's forever gonna frustrate me. I think it's just gonna be one of those that I'm gonna have to just forget, which sucks because I liked it so much. Yeah, like I I thought that it could have been very very good, mm. but. It wasn't great, and I felt like it could have been great, and that's gonna like that's gonna bother me forever.
0: Uh, what do what do what stamp would you give it? Ah, um, uh,
1: man, I guess frustrating is like the best way that I can put it. Hmm. It was so like I want to put some sort of good mark on it, yeah, but. In the end, it's just gonna like, it's the bad taste is gonna overpower everything for me. I'm gonna give it a V good. Very good. V good. V good. I think, uh, yeah, man, I guess just, uh, frustrating.
0: Could be worse. It could be, uh, it could, it could like Greta Van Fleet.